I mean, you you said it. It was the um, the symbolism of yeah. the colors. I mean, he, Leslie was in all white, and yep. Professor Fate's all in black, and so they put. She's the pop of color. She is the pop of color. Yeah. Pop of feminism. Pop of feminism. Pop of feminism. I like it. Band name. Um. <laughs> I would definitely be in that. I, would I be in that band or would I go see that band play? Both. Yeah, I, I can see that being both. In a world. In a world. In a world. Where tomorrow's blockbusters reign. And yesterday's classics are forgotten. Three women intend to remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials in the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch older movies and review them from our modern everyday perspectives. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we are talking about The Great Race, 1965, written by Arthur A. Ross and Blake Edwards and directed by Blake Edwards, starring Tony Curtis, Jack Lemmon, Natalie Wood, and Peter Falk. So before we jump into a synopsis, I just want to give a little background on why we chose this movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> because many, little many. did you know, <laughs> way back before this whole thing was a twinkle in her eye. Yes. The very, very, very first movie. Was that April of reviewed. 2018? Oh, my God. That was so long ago. Was like a million years ago. A million years ago. Oh this was OK. This was the very first movie we decided to review. And we did record a review for it, but it was horrible audio. <laughs> so yeah, we scrapped it garbage. and created a new first episode. With Matahari. With Matahari. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's why Matahari always felt like the second episode to me, because it actually, in fact, was. Yeah. And that's why, like, I think if you go back and listen to Matahari, we're like, oh, yeah, like last time or something like that. Or it doesn't sound like <laughs> there it. was no last time. That was a figment <laughs> of your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> but now we can reveal that there was a last time. Yeah, everybody knows. Yes. So this is a second watch for all of us. And we're going to, um, I mean, that said, I remember nothing about the review from three years <laughs> I ago. Know, so I remembered yeah. some. I didn't yeah. remember. I as I started very little about even the movie. Isn't that bad? That's yeah. Bad. As I started, like, I want to say like 30 minutes in or so, I was like, oh, yeah, this movie. And somebody got me my Brandy. Brandy? fucking guy. I think that also has made it into several of our things. So yes. this yeah. is why we say Oh, my this. God. That is what, yes. This, is this the, movie is why we say Brandy. big reveal. <laughs> Brandy. Brandy. Really, uh, honestly, the only reason I made you guys watch it was so now that when I say Brandy, you guys know what I'm talking about. Legit. That guy, actually, I thought, uh, I thought, what's her name? Natalie Wood's character, Maggie, was going to be my favorite, but then the prince was... The prince steals the, prince the show. All right. So quick synopsis, Tracy, go. Ooh. Okay. The Great Race, as Betsy has described, is about a great race. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Um, I think this was this was modeled after there was a lot of things in the the world, the United States, where they were they would do things like a race or anything to display like new technology to kind of there was no social gimmicky, yeah, it was very gimmicky. Gimmicky. there was no social media. Mm -hmm. It was let me let us go to many cities and have people involved and have newspaper articles and stuff. So mm -hmm. it. Case in point, uh, Nellie Bly, around the world in 72 yep. days. Um, I actually made yeah. a I made oh, a, yeah. a comment about that. Uh, yeah. 
And Elizabeth Bislin, but nobody remembers her. That's fine. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, wasn't there a remake? There was a remake of this. Yeah. Was there? Was there? I don't know. What was the? Oh, we did Death Race. That's what it was. That was <laughs> the other the one. Same movie. <laughs> although, Not the same movie. Although, movie. I actually wrote that. Yeah. Some similarities. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, we have two daredevils who are like rivals at doing different stunts. And they decide to have a car race and they've con- the, one of the I think it's an actual um, car company at the time, wasn't it? That's uh, the great. Uh, I don't the great remember. Leslie. They've they've specifically made a, a car for him and they want to see like and the different car companies kind of were like, who, who has the best car? And they're racing from New York to Paris. That's right. New oh, yeah. York the Rolls Royce to Paris. What was the original? How did they get? How were they thinking they were going to get to? I mean, boats through the water. Ferries right, and okay. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. They wanted a car that would turn into a boat and then back into a car. It, right. Well, uh, so anyway, through hijinks along the way, they they both or there were more contestants, but the, the evil doctor. What was his name? Fate. Fate. I was going to say Dr. Evil. Fate. and I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> Professor. Professor. No, Fate. Pro- Professor, Professor Fate, um, yes. and they went off and they, you know, went into different, different hijinks. It was very Looney Tune-esque. Um, and actually, I spy yep, versus spy, yeah, white versus black type that. Yeah. Um, and then they make it to the end. But it's not a proper no. ending. So then they have to and start do it all over again from Paris. Oh, to New York. yeah, that's, that's right. It. So, yep. All right. Good job. So. Two hours and 40 minutes later, how are you guys doing? <laughs> it was quite the race. It was a long one. I'm doing okay. We actually had to get a couple cups of coffee. Yeah. Um, but I think it's because that's Sunday and it's, you know, almost dusk. Yeah. Um, Serena, did you like the movie? Um, I did. I actually, I'm like, I actually was expecting it to be a lot more boring just because, sorry guys, but 60s movies don't ring like very exciting to me um and at first I was like oh here we go with that music and and then I'm like I'm actually cracking up at some of these scenes and some of this crazy stuff that goes on I'm just like it's crazy to to see how different things were how did we all like it on the second time around well like 20th time around for me but yeah second time around for you guys I liked it I feel like there were some pacing Mm -hmm. issues um there were some slow spots but I liked it. It was funny. I forgot. Like, I felt like I was getting the Looney Tunes vibes because, like, they kept, like, blowing up and, like, doing, like, I don't Wasn't know. Wasn't there even a moment where they were hanging in midair and then looked down and then Yeah, fell? I was so confused about it. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. That, that's something's off here. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we waited so long to do it again. I think doing it now is so great because we now have many more movies under our belt that we can either compare it to. And I feel like we're just a little bit smarter on reviewing things. Oh, yeah. We have we have two and a half years of episodes. What is that? 40 episodes now? 50. 50. Oh, we already hit 50. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So from going from one to 50, what a difference. Anyway, yes, I, I liked it. I agree with Serena. Um, there were some pacing issues. Every yeah, I time I, I watch. So so I've always had this movie in my arsenal only because my dad loves this movie. And every time I watch it, I am like, I love this movie. It needs to be like a half mm-hmm. an hour shorter. Yeah. Just- no, like there's a bunch of scenes that they could have just like cut yeah. down to a minute. And I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. All right. Well, let's jump right in. 
top of the marquee, what was everyone's favorite part? Well, I'm going to guess Serena's. Um, and it's it's not like a certain part. I think she liked the fashion. I, think- I did. I loved the fashion. It was... My favorite part was when I noticed that it was similar to Man in the Iron Mask, and I go, "Are they Man in the Iron Masking him?" And you, <laughs> and they were. <laughs> I confirmed that they were. My favorite part <laughs> has always been the um, the fight scene. The the not the not the fight scene. The uh, the pie fight scene. Oh, okay. The yeah, food was, fight there was scene. Like a which couple which of fight, fight scenes? Though? So my favorite part. Mm-hmm. is and i think it's because it was the only part i actually remembered this whole time was the food fight and not oh my god just, the food fight not good. just the food fight it was the fact that leslie kept his white sweater clean yeah you notice that until the, the very end very end when he gets a pot she got face. it with the cake of course he's wearing of all course. white well no scene. he wears the all white through the whole and there's like a whole thing cake. Um, yeah, but it was just true, like a I lovely think they said, dance that he does. I think it took like four or five yes, days to I, like, and he yes, had like several he, costume changes per shot and right. Right. But, and it was, it was like a nightmare to film I and think everything like they that, said but that it was Natalie so Wood worth like it. Almost choked to death on a pie to the face yes. or something like, like crazy. Like <laughs> right, you right. never expect. Oh, is that who that? Yeah. yeah Maggie, that it would be that. Yeah. No, no, that's not true. It, I, I do imagine it would be that hard to shot because it was like, thousands of pies oh that they had God, to do and they took so like a a pie. weekend in between shooting and they're like the sour stink of like rotting yes. ugh, ugh, Ew. why would they even do I that know. i mean ugh. contract wise i'm sure they had to take a break or something like that but um i'm very picky about my food fights in movies like they have to be quality food fights yeah and i'm this trying to think is, of another movie that this had is a food up fight there scene. right up there with the hook food yep. fight like oh, yeah. the, they oh those are my top two. The in, only in, other in my, one I can my vast is, list of food um, fight. It <laughs> takes two. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good, good one too. Oh, Except do we? that I don't know what it is, but the macaroni in her hair weirds me out. I don't like it. It freaks macaroni me out. hair. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot anyway. about that. Oh my god, I need to watch that. I got the kids to watch anyway, that movie. Mary Kane um, Ashley. Classic. It's just his the choreography of it in him staying clean yes. the whole time. I anyway. And, and wearing, wearing white. white. Yeah. Iconic. I want a new Tucker inner. Tucker okay. inner. Tucker so inner. oh my God. The the print what is wrong with him? They like over exaggerated his like being a oh I love it. Drunk. I love it. See, I actually like, really oh, loved yeah. his character, but his yeah. voice. I was like dying. They they, yes. they I read somewhere that they <laughs> were like commending how different the characters were that he played was just amazing mm. um serena what was your favorite part definitely the uh wardrobe of maggie she had oh, some beautiful epic yeah epic was this outfits. the origin even, like, of serena's scene. fashion obsession this was the origin it probably but, like, it, like, came out in matahari so this was all of her wardrobe was done by edith head oh, yeah yeah we've talked yep. about her many a times and it's just you Wallace. you can you can pick out her stuff at this point. I feel like I feel like whenever there's a movie that I'm like, oh, I really love that, you know, that dress. I'm like, oh, it's probably you know, that, of yeah. course, you know. Yeah. So, um, um, it was it was crazy. Like her hats too. Yeah. And they, you know, she's magically was had all these costume changes on the road. Oh yeah, with like, like her you luggage know, two like, luggages, two yeah. you know, two suitcases. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Of course. That's I mean, her part. in general. Her in general. But I feel like the her her wardrobe was yeah. Yep, that's that's totally fair. 
I want you guys to try to guess what my favorite part was based off of what my part, ha- my favorite part has been the last few times. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I've got it. <laughs> uh, that's so favorite funny because <laughs> it's your ride or die friend, which I, yeah, the ride or die. So, that's right. Okay, so it's gotta be, I think you said that for um, the first one too. It's, it's both, both Hezekiah, Hezekiah and, and Max. Max. Oh yeah. Because yes. Oh, Hezekiah is Hezekiah. like your, he's like the mechanic. He's the, yeah. And Max. Yeah. I mean, push the he button. Blindly. Max. Okay. You want yep. me to do and it? He does okay, it. No problem. And, yeah. Okay. Okay. Can we, <laughs> while we're talking about this, can we just say where we know everyone from? Yeah. I'm trying to remember so, where he's Tony, from. Well, so Max um, I, every single time I watch this movie, I forget Peter yeah. Falk is in this every single time. And I'm like, who's that? Yes, Which one's Peter that? Falk. Max. Oh, okay. so I don't think Go I ahead, realized it or maybe I did, but I had a hard time seeing him because he was so young in it that he's the, mm. the grandfather from Princess Bride. Right. He's also Columbo. Yeah. I mean, he's in other things, but that's what oh, I know. Wait, hold from. on. Wait, which wait? Who is he in Princess Bride? The grandfather, the grandfather. Who's reading the story. Whoa. Yeah. But I was just I I commend him because I really was like I was specifically watching him this time because I was like, where is the Peter Falk? I know. You know what I mean? Like, he's so young. Where are the now he's a wicked young the, the mannerisms and every once in a while I was like, OK, there there's OK, there he is. There were certain yeah. lines of his voice yes. every now and then his voice. Yes, like, yes, it is. <laughs> he's one of those actors work. that I feel like he is an extremely, extremely talented actor who kind of chose the fun roles yes. a little yes. bit. Oh my um, God, was he the because Brendan Fraser of the, the original yeah. Brendan Fraser? Because <laughs> I've definitely seen him in like deep, like dramatic character studies, and he's phenomenal. But he only has a couple of those. He doesn't do a lot of those. So. Might as well have fun with it. Right. And how many movies did he yeah. do in the sixties and seventies? Right. That's a good question, actually. I, I mean, he wasn't a household name when he did this movie. Definitely, I think he yeah. was very yeah. young for this movie. Was it a breakout film? I don't know if it was a breakout film. Um, I'm sure he already was a somewhat established as a character actor of some sort, but um, I don't know. I haven't done that research. Um, but can we so quickly, Tony Curtis and Jack Lemon were was in uh, Some Like a Hot, with Marilyn like a hot. Monroe, uh, Natalie mm-hmm. Wood, Miracle on 34th Street, Gypsy. Oh, yeah. That's all. I just wanted Gypsy. to throw those in there. Uh, I loved her character. She was so funny. I feel like Natalie Wood is one of those people who like everyone knows her for something different because my I feel like most people think of um, West Side Story. Yep. I don't. I yeah. Um, I, I don't I like, don't that, like movie, that movie. So, so it's, and it's not just her. I yeah. just don't like that. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. like looked at my notes and was like, oh, I wanted to say this. Um, speaking of it being our first movie and mm-hmm. looking back at it now, the opening credits really truly brought me back to the origin of of us because i think they really tried to make it because it was it was made in the 50s right it's made in the 60s but it's supposed to take place in the 19s yeah um, and one of the first like because they they were it was like it was the opening credits and they have ladies please remove your hats I and saw I, that. I, I was like, yeah. yes, and it, it just it throw me. It, it took me back or what I imagine it would be back watching a, a movie like this in the theaters way back when. And it was mm. just. It, yeah. yeah. I was so I just wanted to, to yeah. say that it really like I was like, OK, here's us. 
really our origins is right here in these opening credits. So. All right, guys, let's move on to wheel of questions. Wheel. Oh, questions. Questions. We're never going to get it right. Never, never. Guys, 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 guys. We're going to be famous. If we were anyone in this movie, who would we be? Um, I'm going to okay. go first because I think you guys may have struggled a little bit. I struggled with a little bit, except for you, Bets. I knew exactly who you were. Oh, okay. Ooh. Fair. Um, I'm curious. Uh, I, first one I'm, for. I'm Hezekiah and Tracy is Max. <laughs> yeah, you're Hezekiah. That's who you are. That's that's who you are. So we're the same people, but for opposite teams. I love it. But opposite. <laughs> and then Serena, I don't think you're prepared for this answer. And it is not an insult, but you are Crown Prince Frederick. How do you pronounce this? Name? I want to say Humperdinck. <laughs> Listen, this guy was going to have a good time. Does not matter where he is, what he's, Who he's doing. He's kidnapped by. Okay, great. Somebody give me a drink. No problem. Yeah. yeah. He is here for a good time. Uh, all right. Who's who's next? I'll go. Okay. As we already know, Betsy, you're Hezekiah. I'm Hezekiah. Um, I couldn't choose between um, these two. So I made an exec- executive decision. Because I am a little bit of a little speed racer. I kind of, you know, identified with Leslie a little bit. So oh. I went Leslie and then I, 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 I picked Maggie for Tracy because like her just matter of a fact, like just knew her. Sh- I'm like, Tracy, do you speak three languages? <laughs> God, do you speak? No, <laughs> like it just, I don't know. She just like knew stuff. And I'm like, I feel like I'm always asking both of you really like, and Betsy knows stuff. She knows how to fix a car, you know, <laughs> Maggie was very self-assured. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I get that. I get, I get self-assurance vibes from both of you, but anyways, I just, for whatever reason, like I just went straight for the kill with, with Betsy. I was like, yep. Hezekiah. Yeah. First I, instinct vibe. I like that you chose Leslie, Leslie for yourself. That wasn't where I thought. I thought you were going to put Maggie for yourself. And I don't. Leslie, Leslie, I can see. Yeah. I just, I mean, he's definitely like calmer than I am. <laughs> but um, I mean, I loved Maggie and I would, I would definitely like enjoy being her character. But I was like, you know what? That's I, I, I'm feeling Leslie. Good. I like I it too. It. I like I it, it too. Okay, right, Tracy. I here. didn't pick main characters. I don't know why. I I wanted like That's those fair. those side characters because those are those are my favorite characters anyway. Um, Always, Betsy, you are Hester. She is the newspaper man's wife. The wife. Yes. Oh my god! So yes. She yes. is the um, suffragette who's. Husband is running the newspaper, but as soon as the husband like is, I think they call them happy acres or something. I think that was like code for he's having a mental breakdown, mental institution. Yeah, she's like now. (laughs) I must have now. I'm in charge because not only that, but like when she wasn't in charge, she was in charge because she was like, no, you're gonna give this woman a car, she's gonna race, and I'm gonna be a suffragette, and I don't care how big of a man you are. Women needs the vote. Women needs the vote. And I'm in charge, you know, but they still had like a cute relationship and everything. So I was like, no, Betsy, we always say that. And I, I, totally, I totally appreciate that. And I, I love that. That is because the, their, this movie's 
portrayal of suffragettes is something I can handle. Actual suffrage. Imagine being a suffragette around that time. Like that is terrifying to actually think of like the reality Mm -hmm. of it is they, this is, this is a very Hollywoodized comedy eyes portrayal of suffragism, but just want to make that note. I I was trying to figure out why they, they use that term. And I remember learning about that in history. I remember learning the term. I mean, it's, and I'm like, why? Why? It's something that I I feel like I barely learned about it yeah. in school. Actually, I really I really didn't. And it wasn't until I decided that I wanted to go f- track down documentaries and movies about it that I kind of learned about it. There are some great documentaries out there about um, the suffrage yeah. movement, by the way. Um, and side note, speaking of movies to recommend, Iron Jawed Angels, starring Hillary Swank it doesn't shy away because like they, they had to deal with like imprisonment and force feeding and like, you know, they would get beat up yeah. and you know, all this crazy. Stuff, so um, what's the name of that movie again? Iron jawed angels. Thanks. Anyway. Um, yep. Okay. So that's Betsy Serena. I had a hard time picking you, but I was like, all right, who's a good side character that I really enjoyed. And I think her name is Lily. She was the girl on the moon. She was the singer swinging on the oh, moon. Oh, she on the moon. Moon. oh, so yeah. she was the one with the the um, outlaw boyfriend, but that she sucked him in the nose at the end. And I loved yep. her and Natalie Woods, Maggie. They kind of like were pitting heads and she would like uh, the whole thing. And then then, of course, Maggie does hit her. But it's I, I don't know. Anyway, I think it's, it's fun. fun. It's fun. It's fun. I, like. I think it was Lily. Was- Lily, I think you're right. Um, yes. So that's who I picked for for Serena. And that's a good and one. I liked her outfit and I knew Serena as well about the outfit. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know she was funny and I, I, I definitely. She wasn't what I was expecting yeah. when I first yeah. saw her. So, you know how I am the one who usually talks about the kisses. <laughs> there are good kisses yes. and then there are bad kisses. I'm sorry. So yes. I cast myself as the second kiss, <laughs> not the act of oh, yeah. exactly which one you're talking about the <laughs> at the very beginning of the movie when they're like, they're yeah. dragging yes. him. Oh, the first upside down Spider-Man kiss. <laughs> so, that might've been my favorite scene. It's the original Spider-Man kiss, everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. Written. Okay. So he's a daredevil and they're kind of like it's the prequel to the the race and he is being um hoisted up via hot air balloon in a straight jacket and he's gonna and he's upside down and they he has to untie himself get himself into the hot air balloon and land what's he supposed to do well all these women are like trying to get close to him and one gets by one gets in a kiss and then she's taken away but it's the second girl who gets by because at this point he is already like in a straight jacket, I think at this point, mm-hmm. and he's about yep. to be like risen up by the hot air balloon. So he's like, he's like in getting prone. His, His legs, legs come out from, from under, under him. him. Yeah. So it's this almost like upside down kiss a little bit. And she's being like, hold the <laughs> anyway, I thought it was yeah, so funny. And he's like, you know, the lady yeah. man. And I'm like, that's me right there yep i don't yep. really care about the yep. car race Holding i care about the hot air balloon and this is hot look i'm gonna get my kiss in right here yeah. yes i'm totally okay with that 
That is hilarious. Yeah, that was that scene made me crack up and definitely was in my top <laughs> few favorite parts. All right, good job, everybody. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what movie that we've reviewed does this remind us of? What movies okay. we've reviewed does this can remind I go, us of? Can I go first? Yes, okay, please. sure. Because I don't have okay. any good please, answers. Please, so I have nothing. I'm going to yeah. um, put out there the gold rush. And the only reason why is because I think this is another movie that is a love story to silent films. First off, it was dedicated. I thought you were going to go with the stuck on an iceberg, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> it, yeah, that's well, that too. Um, first off, it was dedicated to Laurel and Hardy, who are the, you know, grandfathers of, yes. of silent films. Um, yeah. So, I mean, go ahead. Slapstick is not the same that like, slapstick started in the silent era because that's the comedy that you could do with yeah. silent films. And yep. yeah, that's yep. what this and it is. had a, like it had a lot of like we even said we had a lot of like Looney Tune vibes to it. And yep. we have a like each scene like Betsy, you were like, oh, I forget about the cowboy scene. And it's like it yeah. has all all of the different stops where all of these stereotypical things that made these they were all genres. So you have that, yes. like the Prince scene was very, was like a genre. And then you had the cowboy mm-hmm. was a genre, like a bar fight. And they said they had all of these different cliches because it mm-hmm. was a love letter to silent films. Um, I love it. Having yes. said that, I then related it back to Sunset Boulevard, where that too was it kind of just led back to uh, the silent film error and how it was, you know. Yeah, I like yes. it. My yeah. last comparison is to nine to five only because <laughs> I know the face that Betsy just made. Because um, of Maggie? Because of Maggie. Yes. And it yeah. was, and it's just uh, the reminder again, which we've already touched upon is the, the inequality between men and women and how it's still mm-hmm. a freaking issue today that's all yep good one i actually put charade 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 charade. um yeah just because remind you what charade is yeah it was was lucille ball um no that was lord um lord no charade was with uh audrey hepburn and um carrie grant And Carrie Grant had oh, yeah, like five yeah, yeah. different yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. There was a little bit of hijinks esqueness mm-hmm. in charade. And I just I don't know why it popped into my head. Same era. Um I don't know. I really can't can't put a finger on why why it, it reminded me of it, but it did definitely. All right. Serena, did you have anything yet? I feel like it was I feel like this movie is I don't want to say it's hard to compare, but it's kind of hard to compare. It's a very unique Mm -hmm. movie in a lot of ways and something we really haven't done too much of. We haven't done like out and out slapstick farce in a, in a long time. So Um, I just got the movies we've watched about races. So the death race. (laughs) Oh, right. um, Death race. Yeah. And then yeah. Viva Las Vegas. Um, 
No, what's the one? What was the other one? Uh, used cars. Yeah, mm. that was the one I was. I was like, what's the one where they were all chasing them? Yeah. Why do we have so many? I know we we have so many race movies. movies. Jesus. Uh, Tracy, what were you gonna say? Oh, I this isn't a movie we've watched, but definitely a movie we've mentioned a bunch of times is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yes. So not only is there a yes. car race in there, but it reminds me of the the bad guys from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang reminds me of Max and Professor Fate so much. And Absolutely. it has that like um, like can't be over yes. the top. Um, so I said if Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and the 60s Batman had a baby, it would be this. Because, you know, every time somebody punched somebody, I wanted like Biff or yeah. Oof to yeah. be on the screen. Yes. So it had that feel to it. And it's 60s doing 20s. Yeah. Or I think I think Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was like technically a period yeah. piece from when it was done. Yeah. I, I Yeah, that's a good one. All right. Ladies. Please remove your hats and silence your cell phones. How does this film hold up? Um, um, <laughs> there are a couple. Of, um, 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 <laughs> there are a couple of moments that are, you know, problematic, of course. And um, I want to say that I had a note from the first time I watched this movie. It was. <sighs> The 60s were making fun of the view of women's from the 19 teens, but the view of women in the 60s was still yep. a problem. <laughs> and yeah, we're seeing yep. that in 2021. Those are my only notes. Generally speaking, I think it does. Hold Generally. Up. Yep. I, the only other note that I'm going to add to that is the portrayal of Native Americans. Um, yes. And not only were they portraying them, but in the film, they were portraying, portraying them. Yes. So it was just yes. like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like a, a second layer that we're yeah. like, oh, okay, which guys. honestly, yeah, that could have been a part that was very easily cut that could have shortened the movie that had nothing to do with anything yeah. that would have made, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know why this movie is so long. It is very yeah, long. it's I couldn't believe it. I was like Googled other. I don't know if I sent it or if I just thought I did, but I think I have it saved somewhere like a list of movies in like the top 10 movies that are over the 160 minute mark and um scarface like godfather like all those movies but like famous well, right. movies. that's just it is like it better it be one of the greatest movies ever made if i'm gonna sit there for two and a half hours right, so like exactly. last night or two it's nights ago so last long night. it has an intermission right yeah last night dad and i watched um north by northwest and when we sit down it sat down it said two hours 16 and i was like okay i'll, I'll buckle up for this but it, north north by north northwest is famously one of the greatest movies ever made like you know northwest. it was worth the two hours 16. Yeah. this is a good movie it's not worth the length of yeah is. two hours and 40 minutes yeah it, it i again little background i did some research i was and they were like it's one of it's one of the longest movies, especially of the time. And it famously went way over budget. Way yeah, it went from like six million that. to twelve million, which back in the day was, was a, a deal. huge deal. Like, it was astronomical. astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Did anyone have any other boom? We fixed it. Just shorten uh, that crap up. Yeah, I was going to say tighten mm -hmm. it up. Tighten it up a bit, guys. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. All right. Notes roundups. One of my favorite character quirks 
about Leslie is his pronunciation of some words. And I don't know if it's if it was purposeful or what, but Mercedes <laughs> Automobile. Oh, it yeah. was <laughs> automobile. <laughs> I loved that. I always loved that. He reminded me of someone and I watched this entire movie trying to think of who he reminded me of and I couldn't come up with it. I always think he his voice reminds me kind of a Cary Grant. Yeah, um, maybe he just he has, has that, that like classic. and he's a more com- he's like the comedic side of Cary okay, Grant yeah. kind of. Yeah. I kept trying to think I wanted to say John Hamm, but that's not right. And then I was trying to think mm-hmm. of he kind of looks a little bit like the guy from Bewitched the the first husband oh, yeah Darren first Darren, first Darren hmm. just a little bit and I'm like no but that's not it either and I couldn't and I'm like maybe he just reminds me of him because he's got that he has a famous face you know what I mean you know what oh my god you know what most millennials know him from oh my god no Are you ready for this oh 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 clueless oh my god they what? are watching Spartacus <laughs> I'm no, not kidding I, I know really you're not kidding that's why I'm millennial like, oh probably god. <laughs> guys he was in clueless hilarious. um he kind of had um do you guys remember that opening scene for viva las vegas viva las vegas, vegas. yeah the opening scene the, well the opening i think it's when right the scene when uh elva steps on and yeah. he's in the and this guy has some of those vibes oh yeah he has he's some, got yeah I mean, yeah. Some, he has a yeah. grand entrance vibe. Um, yeah. And like very like, you know, like great posture. Just he had swag. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, that's Tony Curtis. Yeah. I'm not sure. and, and to a point yeah. where I wrote, I it has an overture when you were saying like, and I, I feel like Viva Las Vegas kind of have an overture too at the very beginning. First off, I just want to say that I love overtures and like an overture. it's like the beginning, the beginning music. And with like Broadway musicals, it's usually just bits and pieces of all the musicals, all of the songs that they're going to do. And I actually really love overtures at the beginning of like a musical or something. It kind of just like it gives you musically, it gives you like a a highlight of what you're going to expect. It gives like little snippets of like, okay, the highs and lows are coming and this is what to expect. And then it it drops you back into the story. Uh, Any other notes, anybody? Yes. Okay, I have a couple notes, one of which is a quote, and I think it's the okay. prince. Brandy! Brandy? Um, the prince goes, what makes you so great, Mr. Leslie? And he goes, greatness is a lighthearted title for the theatrical amusements or a definition endowed on men too long dead to know that it's been awarded. I'm simply Leslie, and I'm at your service, your highness. Yes, it's, it's a, a good, good line. line. It's a, that is a great that entrance. That is a good line. Yep. And it kind of... And the prince didn't hear no, a no. word of it. But I think it it kind of, it humbles him a little bit. Like he, know, he knows who he is. He's, He's aware, aware of who he is and everything. Mm. So I, I like that. Because when somebody gets too boastful or thinks too grand of themselves, you're like, all right, you're not, I'm not rooting for you anymore. You already think you're the best. And he, right. you know, he does, but he's, you know... Yeah. Um, another note I have okay, is yeah. during the cowboy scene, the mayor of that town. Oh, he's got that like mayor voice. Oh, yeah. He, um, he sounds like you come for Elias. Yes. Is it the person, the same person? To the fair city of Baracho. It was 60s. Yeah, yeah. You come for Elias. Oh, I thought she was saying the um, Emerald City from. 
Oh, that sounds like him too! Right? That's yes! Like, it's not him. It's not him. <laughs> His oh, voice, yeah. I swear to God, it's the voice of the head elf from Rudolph. It's not, but it's that same. Oh my God. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? That's like, you're not going to become exactly. a dentist. That, that guy. And I'm like, oh God, I was convinced, so convinced it's this guy. It's if you had said that it was, I would have. It's not because I looked it up. You. However, the mayor, I forget his name now, but he does. He is a voice like that's the majority yeah. of I don't know if it's the majority, but he does a lot of he does, does voice, voice work. work. I think the the most famous or at least the one I recognize is he's the voice of Owl and Winnie the Pooh. Um. We've talked about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, the last thing I wanted to to bring up was uh, you were talking about Nellie Bly and she was yes. she was the airplane, right? No, oh, wait, no. who's Nellie? Do you think are you thinking of Amelia? Yes, Earhart? I am, um, because I'm okay. talking about <laughs> Fly Girls and how Amelia Earhart oh. and actually how she wasn't like there. Um, you know how like. The reason I was thinking of this is everyone thinks of Amelia Earhart and there was a ton mm-hmm. of girls that were in the race who were pilots, but weren't allowed to be. And there was famously yeah. our, uh, an air race and they, yeah, they had a ton of restrictions because they were girls or whatever, but they, they had to have like men. Yes. With yes. Them and all but the crap. Yeah. Um, anyway, oh read this book. It's called fly girls. It is an amazing Very book. Yes. Um, and it reminded me so much of this. Yeah, I was talking about the race around the world between Nellie Bly and Elizabeth Eslin. So what happened was Nellie Bly was a reporter. She is famous for like, you know, the name she's famous for um, going undercover into a yep. mental, mental institution. But, um, you know, she was just a, she was a journalist in general. Like that wasn't the only thing she ever did. And she convinced her boss to let her do a, a trip around the world and to prove that she can like you are able to travel around the world it's it's a possibility um and so the guy was like all right fine whatever so she went off and the arrival newspaper heard about her about Nellie Bly's departure was like we need to do the same thing we can't we can't have you know this gimmick happening and and us not be involved so their only female reporter or correspondent or whoever was there she did the book reviews for the for their newspaper elizabeth bisland and they were they called her up and was like you need to get on a boat in the next 12 hours and you need to you need to like do this race it wasn't a race until elizabeth bisland was like i love this so much i need to read this book and so it's a fascinating book and they are the two uh, Nellie Bly and Elizabeth Bezland are two completely different type of women doing this. It was just, it's very fascinating. It's a really that's good. Really read. Cool. Yeah. Not the point. <laughs> no, it is. That's because I think, I think the great race is based on an actual race. They definitely did auto races yeah. back then. And like, you know, they were trying to like, they were trying to like, you know, upsell yeah. cars and you know, this is the new awesome thing. All right. Anyway. The martini shot. Um, all right. Means martini shot. Martini shot. Would you recommend it? Yes or no? Tracy first. Um, I, yes is my answer, but I think it's, I would have to, it would be to a specific person. Like I would yeah. have to read the people. You know and I, mean? I wouldn't just out and out say, yes, go watch this movie. I would have either have to preface it with, it's a slapstick and this is what you're going into. Or if I knew a person that I knew liked this kind of humor, I would be like, yes, watch this. Fair enough. 
I would recommend it. I honestly, I, 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 I hate to say I went into this with a little bit of a negative kind of, I don't like doing that. Like, I don't like going, ugh, like, this is an old movie. Mm -hmm. But I actually, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, I honestly, I was laughing at points, and then I, I, I felt myself getting aggravated at points, because I'm like, so it brought some emotions up, and it wasn't just like a, oh, throw it on so we can have it in the background type movie. It was actually like, I sat there, I watched it, I I enjoyed most of it. I mean, some of the stuff I couldn't fully relate Fair to, enough. but I would recommend There was a point where, I mean, we all kind of lost focus. It was before they got to the fake Romania area. Yes. Um, there was definitely some lulls that you're like, oh my god. Well, that yeah. dragged like, on. Yeah. Some parts dragged on, and this is the thing. If we could cut some of the scenes out... It'd be a banging movie. It would be, yeah, fire. Yeah. A fire movie. Fair enough. I would recommend it. I have recommended it to you two. Yeah, and like, <laughs> the right so, you're welcome. <laughs> would you recommend this movie? Oh. <laughs> I would still say yes, even with the pacing issue, I enjoyed it. And I mean, it did feel long, but I don't know. I would watch it again. It was so, good. Yes. I would say a soft yes, kind of, you know, depending on my audience. Yeah, soft yes. Um, yeah. It was it was really long. So it's hard to I feel like sometimes it's hard to convince people to watch older movies. This is a rare movie where I agree it's a yes, but um, I would be okay if you were watching it as background. If you can handle watching a movie as background, this yeah. is a good background mm -hmm. movie because you can kind of come in and out. If you know yeah. the premise, you know what's going that's on. All you really yeah. need. Yeah. yeah. It's so, not uh, dialogue heavy. Like you don't have to hear every word to yeah. know what's going on, which mm -hmm. is nice. But just pay attention during the prince scenes because he's amazing and the food <laughs> fight and yeah. that part. That, that in the city there, yeah. that's the best part. Hot all right, guys. <laughs> Guys. 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 Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials. And we'll see you at the movie house. That's how people <laughs> laugh back then. <laughs> A belly laugh. This is a pretext message. I'll pigeon you. I'll tweet you. I'll tweet you. Damn it, I missed it! That was good. <laughs> Did you just this, call that? This yeah. is a sing along. Yeah, it's a sing along. Please sing along, everybody. To the sweet heart tree. Do you know the song? No. Oh. I nailed it. To mine. She looks flawless after a cake fight. Right, sweetheart. I feel like once we once we establish ourselves a little bit more and can forgive the poor quality of the audio. Wonderful. Quote. Then we will air it. But until then. Um, but until then, Greta Garbo is probably crying. <laughs>